Welcome to Groovy Soup. Groovy. A showcase of music from artists and bands from across Ohio, and your chance to hear something new and local. Here's your host, Paul Holden. Welcome to another episode of Groovy Soup, a show all about the sounds and music of Ohio. I'm Paul Holden, your host and chef of this wonderful blend of awesome musicians. On today's episode, we have a world touring artist, a metal artist turned acoustic, and a student working on pushing his music to the next level. Leading things off, here's Chris Shutters and his track, Mumbling. Shutters joined me on the phone to talk about wandering the globe and more. I got a very, very special guest on the line. I got Chris Shutters here. He's joining me. He's uh, was just in town recently. So, Chris, why don't you uh, introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, a little bit about your music. 
Well, I'm Chris Shutters. I play guitar and I sing, and uh, I have my own band, and uh, I also play with uh, Corky Lang's Mountain and um, Kofi Baker's Cream Experience. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, those bands as well? Um, well, I've been playing with Kofi for about seven years, doing the Cream thing. Uh, we, we've done a few world tours together over in Germany and Amsterdam and stuff like that. Uh, we've done some recordings together. And we're also just good buddies, you know, we're more like brothers, if anything. He's a really nice guy. And um, then with, Cor- with Corky, we uh, we met about a year and a half ago. I was on tour with Kofi, and they do this little thing together where they play, like, shows as, like, like a drum show. You know, Kofi plays drums and Corky plays drums. So they have, like, this little dual drum drum show thing. Well, we, were, uh, we did one in Sellersville, Pennsylvania, and then after that we went to B.B. Uh, King's in New York, which is, I guess, shut down now. Oh, bummer. And, um, yeah, I know. But um, we went there, we played a show, and at the end of the show, uh, Corky comes up to me and goes, hey, how would you like to do something like sing the mountain stuff and, you know, go on tour with me? And without anything, you know, without thinking at all, I just said yes, you know, because I feel like it's a great opportunity and absolutely. I didn't know what it would entail. And then he turns around and he goes, hey, it's uh, in like three weeks, we, we go on a six-week tour. So you have three weeks to learn all this stuff. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so, yeah. So Quick I, turnaround. I, yeah. I had. I only knew at that time of Mississippi Queen, you know? Right. And it uh, turns out there's a, there's a slew of music, and I I learned to love every one of them. I think the songwriting is incredible. I, I, I just love all the music. And, of course, with Kofi, you know, I, I love Cream and Clap, and I've been playing that stuff since I was you know, 14 years old. So when I met Kofi was I was sitting at a bar in uh, downtown Toledo with some friends. And it was probably midnight. And I get a call from a, a friend of mine who's uh, also friends with Kofi, uh, Jeff Coleman, phenomenal guitar player, good friend of mine. And um, he calls me and says, hey, uh, how would you like to play with uh, Ginger Baker's kid? Oh, wow. Said, that'd be great. Yeah, so that'd be fantastic. He's like, okay, well, let me know and call me back in like five minutes and let me know for sure. So I call him back and I go, okay, well, let's do it, you know. And he's like, okay, well, you have a flight at nine in the morning out of Detroit. So it's like, wait, wait a minute, what? You know, like I didn't, <laughs> I didn't there was no preparation. Luckily, I, I knew all the songs already, you know. But um, it's pretty interesting how that all worked out. So I got up in the morning and flew out to St. Louis and the rest is history, you know. That's amazing. I mean, you have gone everywhere. That's so. What does it kind of take mentally to be able to do all that? Not only traveling across the country, but across doing some globe hopping as well. When I was a kid, I used to be like really afraid of roller coasters. You know, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and like I, but I rode them anyway. You know, it's kind of like you're waiting in line. You're anticipating. It's a scary thing. But you just got to put yourself in this situation where, in, in your mind, this mindset: I'm going through it. I'm doing it. That's how it's going. It's just it's going to happen, and it's same thing, you know, with with touring. You know, it sounds scary. First time I ever went overseas, I was I was completely nervous. I didn't know what to do. I I didn't really know anybody, and um, you know, except Kofi, and I was the only like American. You know what I mean? So like, I didn't know how that was going to go, and ended up being amazing. So like, I I didn't let my fears. My I totally could have backed out and. You know, but I didn't let my fears take over, and I just I went for it. And now, since then, I've been doing it quite often, and it's, it's made memory after memory, and it's, it makes you more cultured. And I look forward to it now. You know, it's really cool. 
More from Chris Shutters next, right here on Groovy Soup. Groovy Soup on Power 105. This is Groovy Soup on Power 105. Groovy Soup continues with Chris Shutter's track, Swim, Sink, or Save Me. Say 
Our interview with Shutters continues now. The touring and everything you've done is by no means easy. And so how did you kind of get to this point? What is your story? I mean, I know you kind of told us a little bit, but how did you get started? When did you finally uh, kind of break through? Really, um, I uh, when I was like in the early 20s, I wanted the tour. And I didn't know anybody. I didn't know any managers. I didn't have anything like that. I had nothing. And I I went out on my own. I, I just made phone calls. I called bars in Florida. I knew I had my dad's friend who lived in Florida. So I, uh, I called him and I go, hey, man, you know, I'm going to try to call some bars around your area and, and see what I can do as far as getting gigs. Maybe you can help me out, too. So he so he made some calls. We made some calls and. I'd go down there, and I'd play in Florida every so often. And I met a lot of people down there. I made a lot of contacts. And then next thing you know, I started doing that. And then I thought, well, maybe i got a grasp on this thing. So I started doing that. I started calling places, and I started making my own tours. And then one thing led to another. And then you start running into people who's, uh, who, you know, I manage so-and-so. Would you like to be blah, blah, blah. And um, one of which I had a manager who knew the road manager, or the tour manager, I mean, of Nathan Osmond, mm-hmm. um, Donnie Marie Osmond's nephew. Oh, there you go. I was gonna. I was like Osmond. Hmm. Yeah. So uh, they hooked me up with him, and I went down and played a show. The first show was he. He did this little. Uh, um, kind of showed up and did a couple songs at this high school uh, gymnasium. It was really kind of a strange thing. And uh, I went there and I I just learned a couple of songs and then showed up and played, like, two songs. Well, he was just, uh, at the time, getting started singing with, like, backing tracks and stuff. He's mm-hmm. like, well, I, I need a guitar player, you know, and you play great, and I think it'd be really cool. I'm like, cool. Well, I, I can try to put a band together. He's like, all right, well, you're my musical director. You put a band together, and next thing you know, I got a band, and then we go on a, a couple little tours. I, I was in a music video with him, um, for a song called Stars and Stripes, which is a pretty good day for that, considering it's September 11th, so it's a good patriotic moment uh, to talk about that. But anyway, it was that was in, um, um, it was, uh, where was that? Uh, Provo, Utah. It was, I was near Provo, actually like Salt Lake City. So if you look it up, uh, Chris Shutters, Nathan Osmond, Stars and Stripes, you see the video. It was on uh, GAF, uh, Country uh, Station, and it was on a, CMT, I believe, and that kind of got you know the wind going in my sails a little bit too, because now I'm on a video, a music video, and everything. Right. And then uh, we went on a couple tours. Me and him went on a Caribbean tour. Went and saw a bunch of you know all the islands down there and everything. It was just really cool. And um, then the Kofi Baker thing happened, and then from the Kofi Baker thing, the Corky thing happened, and now, um, which I have always had my own band, but I've always had different players and. Now I'm just, and basically it's me and I hire musicians that that are either available or maybe are in the city that I'm traveling to, which is kind of a really good setup, you know. But I'm, I'm traveling a lot more as Chris Shutter's band now, which is really, you know, what I've always wanted to do, you know, my own music. That's awesome, though, and it, it, I think that's, uh, I think it'll be... It'll be cool to see where you can take yourself, too, because I'm sure you can kind of start experimenting with stuff that you've always wanted to kind of try, but maybe it hasn't fit the themes of the bands and the, the stuff that you've done in the past. Um, what uh, what are you kind of hoping to do next? Is there anything, just keep touring, getting shows and doing your things? Is there anything that you've kind of revisited that you left behind in the past? 
recently I've been playing with Kofi again. We kind of took a hiatus because he is um, playing with Malcolm Bruce. That's Jack Bruce's son. And Will Johns is, uh, by marriage, Eric Clapton's nephew. He's kind of obligated to that, so we haven't been playing much together. But we have started playing shows together recently. With Corky, and uh, Corky Lang plays Mountain, we um, we have a U.K. tour coming up in a couple weeks. And we're leaving to Paris, and then we're going into England, and we're doing all this stuff over there for, like, we're probably gone about 15 days. So that's cool. And then right now, today, actually, there's a blues, Chicago blues legend. Let me tell you a funny story. It's kind of really but it's cool. I was at, in Chicago about five, six years ago at Buddy Guy's Legends. Okay. And it's, a, it's his bar, blues thing. And when I was a kid, I used to listen to this uh, blues guy called named uh, Jimmy Burns. And he's, he's, you know, just traditional Chicago blues, just fantastic. And, um, he was hosting the open mic there that night. And I was like, whoa, wait a minute, Jimmy Burns, is that is that really the Jimmy Burns? So I looked him up and like, that's actually him. Wow, that's pretty cool. I used to listen to this guy and steal his riffs and stuff. Right. Well, yeah, so I, I got up and signed up because it was an open mic, and I played a song, and, and I got down, and he goes, hey, where, where are you going? Get, get up here. Play play a couple more with me. So I'm like, wow, really? Cool, okay. So long story short, he, we talk after the thing, and he gives me his number. Well, it wasn't until about two months ago, I'm at the gym, and I'm on the treadmill, and I I just was, you know, thinking, I'm like, whatever happened to Jimmy Burns and his number and everything? So after I left there, I just randomly called him, and he picked up the phone. And I hadn't, I didn't really have anything. I, I didn't come up with anything to say. <laughs> I didn't really know what I was going to say. I was just calling and right. What happened. And he goes, "Hey, how you doing?" So I told him, you know, we met six years ago, and um. I want to do an album with you. I want to do a blues album with you. I've never done, I've always loved the blues. I've never actually done a blues album. I've won two national blues competitions, you know, and we went down to Memphis and for the uh, international blues competition twice. One was 2007 and the other one was uh, 2017. So that was kind of cool. But um, I've just never done a blues album. You've won two blues awards and you haven't done a blues album. (laughs) Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. you know, I I don't know. It's just one of them things. Like I've I've always been like uh, I like classic rock. I, I have definitely have a blues influence in my playing and my singing, but it's not like an actual blues album. You know what I mean? Right. I've right. always done prog rock or rock or you know ballady stuff or heavy stuff. You know, and this time I decided, well, I'm going to do it. And he agreed to do it. And actually, today is the day he comes in, and we're actually going to get in the studio. I've, I've been recording songs for the last two weeks just getting things ready for him to come today so it's actually really exciting nice are you are you up in toledo recording that stuff or yeah yep what studio are you recording up there so it's called stone soup studios stone uh, the guy's name is eric Sills. he's absolutely amazing the guy knows everything anything and everything about recording studio he has the top of the line stuff and he's he's also a really genuine i have fun i have fun with that Last question for you. You've traveled all over the world. You've done all this stuff, and then you made it to our neck of the woods here. What was that? What was playing here like for you? And uh, what does playing in Ohio kind of mean for you as well, being uh, situated up in Toledo there? I love it. I, You know, we played there last weekend in Pomeroy at the Court Street Grill, and that, that place is a little gem, man. I, that is an awesome place. The, the people there are really cool. Um, 
people show up because they want to hear the music. They go there for the music. And it's just such an awesome experience. Um, and that was actually the second time I played there. The first time I played there was with Kofi. Like oh, a nice. a year or two. Yeah, and I, I, I didn't realize that until the owner was like, you know, you played here before. I'm like, oh, okay. So I, I looked up some of the pictures and I realized, okay, that's the same. I remember that. And I remember it being really cool. Um, and as far as playing in Ohio goes, you know, this is, this is where I was uh, born and raised. And there's a lot of, a lot of history in Ohio, you know. I mean, Jack Nicholas, I'm a huge golfer. That's where he's from Ohio, you know. Yeah, there you I go. Just, a, lot of, a lot of great things came from here, you know. I'm a big supporter of, of Ohio and everything it stands for. So. Yeah, I've, but there's, I've just learned so much about the music and the people here uh, from doing this show, and it's been awesome to meet people like yourself who do great things. But, Chris, we're going to wrap things up. Thank you so much for joining me uh, today. Best of luck with the U.K. tour and everything else you got going on. Um, we appreciate your time. We really do. Where can, uh, where can the people find you? Okay, um, right now I have a website under construction, but it will be chrisshutters.com. Right now, if you want, I have a fan, a fan page on Facebook, Chris Shutters uh, Music, and then I have my own Chris Shutters. And um, if you want to book me, you can email me at chrisshutters at gmail.com. This is Groovy Soup on Power 105. Welcome back to Groovy Soup. Our next artist is Brett Trottier, who made his way to Athens last year and has dove headfirst into the music scene. Here's his track, Pub Kings. Well, I'm only one in, and I feel full of sin like Keith Richards on ecstasy. But I hit number two and I'm ready to spew Have I been punched by Muhammad Ali? Cause I'm Mr. One and Done Just need Pepsi to have some fun Cause I'm Mr. One and Done And I'm already down for the count Like Black Cow Ben Who dies almost every night And he drinks like a fish And sometimes I'd wish that he'd stop getting in so many fights But he is Black Cow Ben Every bar again and again Cause he is Black Cow Ben And he's finally down for the count friend of mine but she acts like she's drunk as if she were mine she's loud as hell and i can never tell if she's drunk or she's faking this time for she is white girl wasted no drink tonight has she tasted for she is white girl wasted and she's bent down for the count Lies for tonight, the night we are kings. And let's drink tonight while the moon's still bright. I'm pathetically trying to sing. So let's raise our glass to every light and last for tonight, the night. 
Trottier joined me in the studio to give us more info about his tunes. Got a special guest with me today, Brett Trottier, as we were discussing the what we think is the correct pronunciation of yeah, it. Yeah, we don't know. There's two pronunciations, Trottier and Trottier, but thanks for having me, Paul. That's really got to be, is, is that like a family joke or something like that? I don't or know. Is I like... mean, my half when I was growing up, when I was younger, was Trottier, but the New Hampshire half, which is like closer to French uh, Canada, said Trottier, so we've kind of evolved into Trottier. It uh, seems French. Yeah, it is. It's French so, Canadian. Yeah, so, yeah. so I feel like, yeah, Trottier definitely yeah. makes sense. But Brett does a lot of, uh, he plays a lot of music. He's got his own stuff. He does covers. Very talented guitarist. Just saw him at uh, oh, Front Room. Nice. The, uh, what was that, Friday, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Days starting to blend together sometimes. But um, anyway, Brett, uh, let's just have you introduce yourself. Tell everyone a little bit about yourself. So I'm an acoustic looping artist, or you know, I'm on that road. I'm trying to be, trying to be more like Ed Sheeran. Um, I used to be in a band in high school, but you know, it was harder to find it. I'm actually, I'm actually a transfer student from Allegheny College, and it was hard to find a band there. And um, my junior year, which is the year I moved to OU, I thought I'd just keep doing the same thing, and I uh, got the loop pedal, play folk, pop, alt rock, you name it. I, you know, I go back and forth. It's a, it's a good time. It's a little more freedom. I wouldn't mind a band, but. You know, just you know, music's music, man. I just do what I do. So, what what drew you to to that style? Because not gonna lie here, not the biggest Ed fan, and I think it's not oh, more his. No. I think obviously very talented. I can't play guitar. I should yeah. be the, the biggest critic. I think it's more his singing style for mm-hmm. for me. But what brought you to that style? Well, like I said, I was in a band in high school, and the alternative rock thing. Um, that's my main genre of music, and that's the kind of the route I wanted to go. And I was trying to find a band when I was at Allegheny, but it proved difficult. And I was like, okay, well, unless I find a band, I'm not going to be able to do anything. And I saw this cover of, or not this cover, but this uh, recording session that Ed Sheeran plays of You Need Me, I Don't Need You. And he has his loop pedal. And anybody that hasn't seen that, go on to YouTube, look it up. It's him. He's got 11 million views for a reason. It's him in a studio playing You Need Me, I Don't Need You. And I was just, I was floored, dude. Mm-hmm. I was like, maybe I could do this on my own. So... That's the goal. Um, I'm going to try and, you know, see if I can branch out, use the loop, get better at it. Um, so, yeah, that's that's the plan right now. Um, what does it take kind of to, to get good at using the pedal? Because, again, someone who I know what it is, but I don't know necessarily what it, what it takes and what it, you know how you blend that into a song because you obviously have to layer things and incorporate it with using the pedal. So how do you – what is the practice like? How do you get better with it? I Just practice. Um, I – I don't know. I, I'm fairly new to it. I've gotten better at it um, this summer, but 
you know, you just got to keep practicing. I know, I don't know Knox Morris's um, daily regimen as what he does, but Knox Morris is a kid from OU. He went to Nashville this summer, and he's, like, pursuing music more actively, which is good for him. And anybody listening should definitely give him a view on Instagram and SoundCloud and whatnot. Send him to the um, show, man. We'd love to have him. All right, dude. (laughs) Uh, But... He, I'm pretty sure he just practices all the time, and he is, he's like Ed Sheeran, dude. He's like a god at the loop pedal. Mm-hmm. So, um, I so like, guess what is practicing it. with it? Like, what do you do to practice? Because it's like, is it like, do you just like basically just me- do little melodies and just build them on top of each other? Or yeah, like- pretty much. Like, you find out different beats that you could use. You try, you know, you want to see what you could do on the fly. It's like basically just getting in the comfort zone. And one thing, this one time actually, um, I interned at Harrisburg this summer, and I used it for an open mic, and no joke, like I bombed probably four times. Like I was trying to get the loop started, but the rhythm was off, so I had to keep redoing it on my first song, and no joke, this guy just went, boo, <laughs> and um, like that's that's one of the big things when it comes to practice is getting confident with it and getting more comfortable. So when you're playing it live, you know, being in an uncomfortable and an unfamiliar scenario makes it harder. So that's one of the bigger things I'm trying to do as far as practice is use it at open mics and use it live so I can get more confident and get that, that you know, that anxiety and that kind of un- unfamiliar unfamiliarity out. There we go. Mm-hmm. And um, that's probably the biggest component as far as practicing, uh, in my opinion. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, obviously getting up there and like, you got to challenge yourself because the only way you're going to be good at it is if to do it and you have to be able to step up and do something like add an open mic in front of an audience. Yeah, like seriously. That's, that's the, really the, you got to test yourself too. It's not just practicing, but also testing yourself. So you mentioned uh, before you transferred, wasn't, wasn't, you weren't able to find a band, not much of a music scene um, back there? No, or? it was just small. It's mm-hmm. in the town of Meadville, Pennsylvania, uh, which is like a generally, um, I would say smaller community. And, um, here it's here it's a little bigger, especially as far as the student body. I think the student body at Allegheny is like two thousand. Here it's right. not two thousand. Yeah, yeah, no, so, it's much more than that. So yeah, there's a lot lot more musicians. There actually wasn't too many musicians at Allegheny. There were definitely some that were good, but none like you know like Knox Morris or any other guys that I've seen like the larger sound. Like mm-hmm. just a lot of good people here and a lot of people that are more into it and people that really you know are trying to pursue it in a more professional sense. So the music scene is definitely better here and i think that's in part because it's bigger here more from trottier and groovy soup on the way next this is groovy soup on power 105 this is groovy soup on power 105 groovy soup rolls on with brett trottier's stephanie Out of my 
girl, she's going places If she were a tech, she'd be all this Sweetest girl you ever done me in front of cell When she walks the street and her eyes shine like stars sky Girl, she has a thing with the other guy That's okay, I'll give her a cut Even though she may be gone nuts Steph, Stephanie from our interview with Trottier right now. Music is very important around here, whether it be from the college students, but it goes all the way up. I mean, if you look at just how important things are, or just at the Pop-Off Festival yesterday, like how important it is that they bring in acts from all over the place and every major event around here almost always has music involved in it in, in one way or another, which is uh, really cool. And a big reason why we wanted to do something like this to highlight um, musicians and stuff, because... It's there's a lot of work that gets put in that doesn't always get recognized. Yeah. There's a lot of good people out there doing doing great music. So, um, what have you been up to lately? What's been going on with uh, what have you? Obviously, you're practicing. You've been working on that. Um, what's uh, have you been writing own music? Working on covers first, and then kind of while writing some stuff. What's been going on? Um, as far as um, moving forward, I I wrote a couple songs this summer that I'm trying to perfect and rewrite and do a little more of that. It's kind of hard with the school schedule and right. as far as probably a you work schedule. You were doing schedule. physics homework uh, before <laughs> your set. I remember that. Yeah, I did not finish it either. <laughs> oh. Barely. But, uh, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, um, as far as writing, I try and find time. I take 10 minutes a day to just write lyrics. Um, I think that's a good exercise and it keeps you fresh and you might have something that you want to use in the future. Um, but I have a couple shows lined up this semester. One I just had at Casa. One I'll have a Donkey on the 21st coming up at 8. Um, I'll be playing with, um, I don't even know, I honestly, Allison Dewitt just kind of threw the show at me, so I, I don't even know who to play <laughs> with, but uh, um, but yeah, I got a couple shows lined up. Um, I'm trying to get a couple songs recorded with Branson Moody and Spencer White, they're, they're helping me out. Um, yeah, and on the side, as far as making money and trying to save up for equipment and um, maybe recording... I actually busk from time to time, like nice. on the side of the street, and uh, I, I actually did that last night, and I, I did pretty well, but there was some <laughs> there was some interesting things happening. There was this dude that was hammered out of his mind. He's like, yo, bro, yo, and I'm like, yo, what's up? And he's just like, give me the guitar, and I was like, uh, <laughs> no, yeah, I'll think about it, and then he even, I eventually like caved. I was like, yeah, all right, you can play a couple, and he was just... Dude, he was just out of his mind. <laughs> like, it was just hilarious. Was Casa your first like big show like out here? Or, yeah, um, I would say so. I played, what was that like for you? It was awesome. Um, obviously, the venue's great. The food's great. Like everything about that place yeah, is just Casa rocks. fun. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's just awesome. Yeah, I had a lot of my friends come too, and um, it seemed like the people in the background seemed to enjoy it too. So. 
just an overall good experience. Um, I got to hand it to Josh and people at Casa for giving me the opportunity. Um, yeah, man, it was it was just a great experience. I enjoyed every. Did you bring the pedal out there? Were you doing something with the pedal? I did, and I was I was actually super nervous. I'm I'm typically not nervous when I play. Like mm-hmm. when it's just me and my guitar, I'm pretty pretty confident because I've been doing it for such a long time. Right. Um, but you know, like this summer, I've I think I've played since since I got booed. I think I've <laughs> I've used the loop twice, mm-hmm. and once I failed again, but didn't get booed. And then the second time I used it, and it went fairly well. So. I was going in. Progress. Yeah, progress. Exactly. It just takes practice. And um, I had a two-hour set, and I was using the loop, so I was a little, you know, I was a little shaky. I was like, "Oh God, yeah, <laughs> here right. we go." So, but, two um, hours, how do you prepare for such a long time period? Because I mean, I know with the preparation that people put into thirty-minute sets. I mean, let alone two hours. Um, you know, honestly, I think it's it's. As simple as it sounds, it's it's a little bit more, but it's not something that you can't handle. So, you know, if you have, I have covers that have been playing for probably five five years at this point. Wow, that's a long time. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I have covers that I could just play like no problem, even with the loop. You know, mm-hmm. like tomorrow is one of them by right. the Shaky Graves. It's one song I've gotten into in the past two or three years, and. You know, a lot of them are newer. Like, you might have some originals that are new. You might have new, new covers or whatever. But, you know, if you just have some fillers and you're confident with them and you just practice, um, it's it's really not that big of a deal, in my opinion. I think mm-hmm. it's pretty manageable. Um, you just got to put in the time. That's it. Right. Yeah, I mean, I just – because it's – you just think that there's so much that goes into to a set. Two hours, it just adds on that. But, I mean, it seems like you got, you're very comfortable on stage. So that's, that's obviously a, a, I a think plus. So. Going. We got Brett – Trottier here uh, hanging out with us. So, um, what was your kind of first experience with the music scene here at OU? When was it, when did you kind of first realize, like, oh wow, this is you know, there's a lot more going on here than I thought. Um, the first time is when so we would have open mics sometimes at Allegheny, probably like once a month or something like that, and um, they were fun. Don't get me wrong, but I came here and I asked my RA um, my first year, my junior year. Last year, I came here and I was like, hey, um, are there any open mics? Are there any gigs I could get? Are there any places for music? And she named me like 10 places. And right. I was like, whoa, okay, yeah. that's that's pretty cool. And um, the best part about it is it was like it was every week. It wasn't every month. It was like every yep. other, yeah. So, and then the first place I went to was Donkey Coffee. And Donkey Coffee, I think, has a great atmosphere, and it's very inclusive. It's just... Just an all-around great place to play for anybody that's wants to play that's listening. Um, and I went to the first open mic. I think I signed up halfway through the like through the the sign-up sheet. And there were probably four people before me. There was one that was really good. There was one that was really interesting. It was just overall creative and inclusive. And I was like, wow, okay, this mm-hmm. is this is really cool. So that was my first taste of the music scene, and I enjoyed it thoroughly. And yeah, and it, it's it's kind of funny that Donkey was the place to have because I feel like it's just like the quintessential like open mic coffee. It shop. It really is. Like, it know, really like is. Like hangout place for people. <laughs> it's but, the king of those. Dude. Yeah, and it, it's it's nice in there. It's always nice because that's the place where it's like coffee shop music. I feel like just fits so well. Just oh like, yeah, the vibe of it. But, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and it, that's cool. I'm glad that you've found kind of your place. But uh, Brett Trottier here. Uh, where can they find you? How can they support you? What can they check out right now? Well, I'm on SoundCloud. My two platforms right now are SoundCloud and uh, Instagram, and I'm going to try and revamp my Facebook here in the near future. But if you just follow me on Instagram, it's at Brett Trottier. It's as simple as it sounds. Like mm-hmm. two T's and the Brett. I'm not one of those 
one T Brett people, <laughs> not one of those kinds of people. But, Zach's uh, with the, just the C. Or yeah, uh, it makes me uncomfortable, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brett, thank you so much again for your time. We really appreciate it. Uh, no, thank you, about, man. Nothing but the best of luck to you. Our last art. This is Groovy Soup on Power 105. Jerry Gibson is a self-taught musician and vocalist with a past in metal music, but has since drifted to acoustic music and traveled across Ohio singing his song. Here's his track, Southeast Ohio. Sitting on my porch in Southeast Ohio, waiting on my world to turn. This big old world looked up at me and said, pretty sure I think it's your move. I hung my head and you're smiling, I said, Wish you would've spoke up sooner Thanks for all that you have given to me I think I'll go write a few tunes Walking on glass Never felt the same As it did Oh, as it did when you walked away Walking on glass Never felt the same as I did when you were the only one to blame Looking through eyes I thought I never had Thinking I'll smile all day This big storm cloud, it came rolling on in But baby, it won't roll my way Betting everything on everything You know, baby, I got nothing to lose The weekend goes on for several days We don't care about no Monday
Gibson stopped by to tell us about the switch from metal to acoustic and more. I got a special guest with me. I got Jerry Gibson here. Uh, Jerry has been playing music for over 20 years now. And uh, let's just get right into it. Let's have you introduce yourself and tell us a little about uh, your music story. Hey, okay. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, my name is Jerry Gibson, and uh, I grew up in a little town called Pleasantville, Ohio. And I hit some hard times, moved out of this area to kind of get my stuff straight mm -hmm. and ended up staying down here and just latching onto the music thing. And I play wineries, bars, just about anything I can get my, get my hands on. So yeah, music uh, seems to uh, stick its claws in people, yeah. uh, in people down here. And, uh, your roots are very interesting and, uh, you have a metal history and yeah. now you play acoustic music. Right, right. How did that happen? Um, I worked at, a, at AutoZone in mm -hmm. Lancaster, Ohio, and I uh, had some friends who they had a singer that was, you know, bumming out on them, and they just asked me to, uh, you know, fill in for him, and I'd never sang before, and I left work early and went to a show and just was in the band for about five years from there on out. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, pretty neat, yeah. And I, I was just, I just sang in that band, you know, mm -hmm. so, yeah, so it was, it was a lot of fun. So what's the difference in your performances now? The preparation, what goes into, uh, obviously you're part of a band, now you do some individual stuff. Sure. So what what are all the differences that you've noticed from your original five years in that band into doing all this stuff on your own? Um, the weird thing is uh, just how when you're playing metal, you just get this enormous crowd and it's crazy. And then when you turn your stuff into positive, and you, it's like almost like, you know what I mean? <laughs> right, it's almost yeah. like they run from it. So, so that was the big difference that, that really surprised me. And I thought I was doing all this positive stuff and, you know, it would be a, a more of a, you know, like the metal thing. And it's, it's just a complete wash of it. It's, it's, it's a whole, you know, it's nice, mm -hmm. but, uh, but it's just a, a really strange thing to see, you know, how many people rush to that negative you know, and just mm -hmm. kind of back off from that. So, yeah. is it is it just you think it is? Do you think it's the lyrics or just kind of the energy that comes from metal music that crowds usually go to? I think it'd be both. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of the lyrics you don't know until you read the CD. Yeah, exactly. And that's, and that's pretty much obsolete anymore. So, mm -hmm. you know, you don't get the CD sleeve out like you used to and read over things and you know. So, so it's you know, it's just probably a mixture. I'd say you know, right? Just whatever. So what kind of made you decide to uh, make the switch? Just you really wanted to start pursuing your, telling your stories and your type of music? Just settling down. Yeah. Yeah, just settling down, basically. And, and I, I realized that uh, that with all of the influence I had, negative, while I was there, if you could create a positive with that, you know, and it's it's that was a, that was an amazing, you know, turn of my life there. I mean, realize, you know, wow, these people are leaving here drunk out of their heads, you know, going, driving home drunk and, you know, screaming my name and, you know, the band name and, you know, and it's like, you know, you want that, you know what right. I mean? Like, yeah, you want yeah, that no, on your hands, you know what I yeah, mean? Like, it, you know, it, that goes into, you know, that goes into, that vibration goes forever, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, so, yeah, so. And I think that's something that not everyone usually thinks about with their sure, music, sure. And especially, you know, obviously play the music you want and, and express yourself in your way. But, you know, I really wouldn't have actually like thought about that. Yeah. I mean, so what are the type of messages that you've been trying to send through your music? I'm now? just love one another. Mm -hmm. Just just stop the crap. I mean, it's, there, there's so much stuff going on. Like uh, just I mean, I'm, I'm looking at my Facebook page right now and like. You, you look at the things that are going on, like the Catholic Church and the world and just governments today and kids, you know, you know how it is. Yeah. Um, so you have that and then you have the main topic on my Facebook page between all my adult friends are what's going on with MG, MJ or MG Kelly and, right. and Eminem, you know what I mean? And I'm like, you know, there's travesties happening in your neighborhood and that's what we're concerned about. So just, you know, I, I, and I don't push that in a, in a, you know what I mean? But I just, I just try to. 
it's positive. Just yeah, you, wanna, so, you know, just try to be as positive as possible. Give so, some, give something like positive to the community. Give sure. something a, a positive kind of thing for people to look forward right. to in these, you know, times that can be really trying. Sure. You know, yeah. especially with the amount of access and information we have. I mean, if you, right. you know, if you're not careful, I mean, every day is a bad day if you really look at Jeez, it. But right. yeah. When you, when you have, but then it's awesome to hear that there's people like yourself going out there to make. Uh, positive impacts in your community. So, what have you been up to lately? What's been going on? You've been uh, working on some new music, stuff like that. Yeah, I, I actually, uh, I, I just uh, recently got a uh, Sam's guitar. Nice. Uh, a builder from or Luther here from uh, Athens area, a real good friend of mine, and uh, man, it's just beautiful. That's a uh, guy's name's Todd Sam's, and um, man, it's just I, I don't think I don't know. I've never I've never owned a guitar that nice, so mm-hmm. yeah, I figured I'd give him a shout there. But um, but yeah, just uh, just playing that new guitar. I'm trying to write some new stuff. Uh, just. Uh, I'm in a, actually in a band that I started years ago called uh, Appalachian Hillside Revolution, mm-hmm. and uh, we've, we've got a full set lineup of things now. So, so we're on the road again a little bit and you know doing some things. So, yeah. More from Gibson next on Groovy Soup. This is Groovy Soup on Power. This is Groovy Soup on Power 105. Our final track of the day. Here's Jerry Gibson's number 14. This world just seems too deep 
all the things we used to do Could those memories just shine through? Are you the devil or are you a saint? Coming back from yesterday You're looking up to see the light Are you too busy to pay the price? As long as it is on your mind It's gonna creep up from behind No matter which way you look Oh no matter which road you took Our interview with Gibson continues. Great, and you've uh, you've covered according to your website, you've been all over Ohio. So, what have you kind of learned and noticed about the music scene in Ohio? Um, it's pretty unique. It mm-hmm. is. I mean, you know, you've got you've got people who. Okay, not not you know regionally, you know, not 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 saying bad things about regions, but um, if you leave this area and you try to talk to people about, um, let's say, you know, hey, what kind of show did you do the other day? Where was it at? Who's the who's the contact? And they look at you like you're crazy. Mm-hmm. But you know, down here, it's you know, there's people that are just like, hey, make sure you hit this place up because they're you know hiring musicians. You get three or four messages a day, right? You know, things like that. Where other regions, it's just kind of a you know, it's kind of almost a competition, you know, and it's, it's so here it's more of a more of a family kind of thing that I enjoy. Yeah. And it's it's amazing because music plays such an important role down here. I, I feel like I was actually talking to our uh, other uh, Brett uh, Trottier. He's uh, one of the artists on tonight's episode, and uh, he was kind of saying the same thing after he came here last year. Um, so how's that kind of been for you going off on your music to have people that are kind of like, hey, come out and play. Come out. You don't have to oh, worry nice. about yeah, it's, it's, it's really nice. Yeah, it's, it's nice. It's a nice change because mm-hmm. it takes a lot of you don't realize that you're in that competition mm-hmm. in those other places, but you do when you're out of it. Right. You know? yeah. It's because you, you just kind of buck up and start acting the way, you know, because, you know, you're not going to give information to people who don't give you information. You know right. What I mean? So so it's just kind of like that. And then, But, I mean, it's it's just beautiful down here, man. That's the, the camaraderie and the um, – I've been part of a thing called Diamond Music Festival in, okay. Lo- in Logan mm-hmm. um, for, I think, about six or seven years now. Oh, wow. And uh, it's uh, – the man who runs that is uh, Nick Kalora out of uh, – he's NCS Sound Shop there okay. on the other side of Nelsonville. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a just a great guy. He kind of took me under his wing when I got down here and, and you know, he pushed me and, and you know, just, you know – Really, really, really like, uh, you know, when you're down and you're you're feeling bad and you got somebody like Nick that hits you up and is like, hey, thanks for being you and keeping that live music scene alive. And, right. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's, man, it just, it'll, it's gas for the next six months, you know? Right. So, yeah. So, yeah, it's important to have those people that really care about musicians. I mean, you, you don't have to be the biggest name, but to keep right. giving those outlets and places for people to play live, you know, brings the not only the next generation of musicians but also keeps the music going in sure. the area which I, I think is is huge so maybe what what did it kind of take for you to switch what did you take from metal to acoustic and uh, what were uh, any like uh, skills or anything like that what were you uh, what were kind of the changes you had to, uh, it's, to make? it's really just a brand new you know I didn't because I didn't I didn't really play guitar in the metal band um, I was you know I, I played a little bit of acoustic messing around but it, it just basically got to the point where uh, I mean, I was on a roof in Reynoldsburg, Ohio, mm-hmm. and uh, a friend of mine is uh, one of those musicians, and he's really cocky, and he's not 
doesn't really have the room to be cocky, you right. know? So he's telling me about, you know, he made around 500 bucks this past weekend and things. And this happened right after I figured it up. It was Wednesday or Thursday, and I figured out my check mm-hmm. to see what my bills I was going to pay, which ones I was going to leave behind, you know? Right. And um, so this guy tells me he makes 500 bucks, you know, on the weekend. And, and then I look at my thing. I think I was up to about 260 right. before taxes. And I'd been on a roof for three days, and uh, I literally took my tool belt off. And my boss was a pretty good friend, and... I just said, you know, give us tool belt to whoever, you know, comes along next or whatever. And he's like, well, good luck, man. And it's been, it's been an uphill struggle that way, you know, mm-hmm. but it's, uh, the life pleasing and the soul, you know, I mean, uh, I've been to places, uh, just, I play Cedar Falls once in a while mm-hmm. and, uh, ladies was sitting there and just, uh, just a mess. I mean, you could just, she was almost shaking. She was eating and her husband was looking down and I played a couple of songs. I think I played like easy, like Sunday morning or something. Mm-hmm. And before it was all over with, like these people were like holding hands and you know what I mean? He's, I mean, I think he was actually rubbing her face at one point and just to see the turnaround, you know, and you, and you know that the song did it, you know, because they, they're looking right at you and everything changes immediately. And that's the, you know, that's the, that's it right there. That's what it's all about. I mean, yeah. I mean, you can't really beat that. I was talking to another one of our guests. I mean, it's that one person, that one, that one person that you can connect <clears throat> to. It makes it all worth it. I mean, right. that, that's what that's what it's all for. And your positive messages, I think, like I said, is something really crucial, especially for people looking for escapes um, in today's world. We'll just do a couple more questions here. Again, we got a Jerry Gibson in here. You can check out uh, JerryGibsonMusic.com, right, and yeah, uh, if you. You, for more information there. Um, but so, what is next for you? What are you uh, hoping to do? Uh, what are you like you said you're working on some stuff writing stuff but what is what's next on the horizon shows anything like that um i've I've got a pretty decent schedule going Um, Mm -hmm. you can check the website there for that um what i'm really trying to push right now is the band um it's been we started out as i started this band called religion of love Mm -hmm. and uh it it, we uh, couldn't get shows because everybody thought we was you know a religious group right so um so we went from that to uh appalachian hillside revolution and just a better way to say crazy hillbillies i guess i don't know (laughs) and uh so we went to that and we played you know we played for a few years and uh just started dropping off you know members doing things and being busy and families and things life and uh so now we've got a really good solid solid lineup there and people ready to play music so what's the name of that one more time appalachian hillside revolution appalachian hillside revolution be sure to check them out and i'm sure you can find them uh with uh jerry gibson's uh stuff online so where can they uh support you online uh can they i know on your website they have your music but uh i've I've got a facebook and things like that but i I try to tend to stay more toward the more toward the website gotcha more messages there can you get the the band's music on there as well yeah you can go to appalachian hillside revolution.com gotcha and they'll be by we will probably have music on there by tonight, I would say. I think we got a couple of songs, but I just started the website the other day. So Awesome. Yeah. Well, well, great. Well, Jerry, thank you so much again for coming in. And uh, again, jerrygibsonmusic.com. Uh, of course, we got the couple of tracks we're playing here. And I heard you were recording them uh, up until right before you were coming in this morning. Yeah, when I found out you guys wanted a couple of tracks, I wanted to record with that new Todd Sam's guitar. So, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I wanted to get that out there as quick as I could. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks again so much, Jerry, for coming in and uh, for joining us today. jerrygibsonmusic.com. Um, and... Uh, so be sure to stay tuned. He's played all over. And, uh, again, I appreciate you going out and spreading a, a positive message. I thanks, think it's, man. Uh, it's important today uh, in today's world. And, uh, again, thank you so much for coming yeah, thanks in for and joining us. Yeah, thank you. Hey, one more thing. Can I just yeah, mention, mention a fellow named Randy Gleason? He also has a .com. It's randygleason.com or randygleasonmusic.com. Okay. Um, yeah, check him out, too, if you get a chance. Thanks. Awesome. Yeah. Well, we will do. Well, uh, thanks again, Jerry, and yeah. uh, we appreciate your time. That's going to do it for yet another installment of Groovy Soup. Big time thanks to Chris Shutters, Brett Trottier, and Jerry Gibson for stopping by, and thanks to you all for listening. 
Catch a new slate of artists and bands next Monday at 7, right here on Groovy Soup and Power 105. If you or your band is interested in Groovy Soup, send me an email at pholden at wxdq.com. That's P-H-O-L-D-E-N at wxdq.com. 